my fellow Shwoke Lords. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cancel Shweezy. Uh, you may know me as the Foreplay King or uh, uh, better known as Shweezy. My name is in the title. I'm Shweezy of uh, Cancel Shweezy. Um, you may also know me as your uh, sponsor for Sims Anonymous. I can be that for you. I know what all the simp shit that is going on in life, and I'm here for you to no longer be your simp. So last episode, uh, before I get started to anything, uh, Micah apparently listened to the show, and he was wondering what was going on with my voice, and apparently my voice was pretty tired last week when I was doing the episode, but you know what? The show must go on. Uh, Shit talk is not going to happen on its own, and shit like that, and Micah was bitching about my vocal fry. And so, this week... I am not going to be lazy with my voice, and, uh, yeah, I will, uh, use, like, the upper range of my voice, and I won't be, and I won't necessarily be like, uh, this the whole time, and just kind of lazily, I'll actually put some effort into how I am speaking to you today, because Micah bitched about it, and, because he said, if you're gonna talk shit, then you might as well actually use your voice correctly, and, uh, I guess he does have a point there, um, but also, fuck you, Micah, um, thank you so much for, uh, checking out the show today uh uh one thing you can do um oh i do want to say i do have music out there on all the streaming services so if you're listening to this on spotify right now um you know go over to the Sweezy page um what you can do over on the Sweezy page is actually listen to me music i've written and like so go check that out download it subscribe to it uh follow the page uh you know a little more updates if i have more music coming out yes or no uh, always depending on that so uh, my recently, I think back in December, so it's been like two months now, but my EP Ride or Die is out there. Still great songs. They, they, they've aged well over two months. And uh, something I'd, yeah, go check that out. Um, podcast related though, uh, like and subscribe wherever you're getting your podcast on. If you're on YouTube, you know, we do have a YouTube page where you can actually just watch me talk shit. And, you know, I, sometimes I wear cool clothing. Like right now, it was a gold jacket type of episode and... So, you know, a gold jacket type of episode is what we needed right now, uh, especially in the South, because uh, the snowpocalypse has hit us. And I will get more into that later. But yeah, uh, so like and subscribe, YouTube especially, because we're still building up that platform, or wherever you just listen to podcasts on and uh, leave a review, because leaving reviews are also very cool. And uh, you can leave five stars if you want. You can leave one stars. I do not give a shit. I'm going to be honest with you. I do not give a shit. Uh, just leave the review, and I think that's going to be the best thing you can possibly do in regards to helping the show out. Uh, there's some other things you can do as well. Uh, on Twi- I stream over on Twitch. Uh, I typically, I always stream on Thursdays. I've always decided that. And then occasionally I will stream on Monday. I believe I may be streaming on Monday because um, I've been really into uh, Super Mario 3D World. And so I've been uh, streaming that and I'm like, I kind of, I don't want to like do too much off screen, but at the same time, I'm probably going to have to do a little bit more off screen than I want to, but it's really fun. So she'll be back on Monday, the day this episode comes out. I'm always streaming on Thursdays over on twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. One thing with Twitch though, so Twitch is owned by Amazon. And so on the, with your account, you have, there's two different buttons. There's a follow button and there's a subscribe button. So obviously you need to click the follow button because that's free, that's all you need to do, and you can hang out with me live. And it's like this, but very much more uncensored, because I can't edit that one. 
Uh, but also there's a subscribe button. Now, subscriptions to like a Twitch page, typically $5. That's around, like, around the price of it. So with that, though, if you already have an Amazon Prime account, you can connect the two and you get one free subscribe a month. And uh, why not help your old boy Shweezy out here? Twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. One thing you can always do there, uh, basically, when I say that, you basically, if you don't use that feature on Twitch, you're basically giving Jeff Bezos an extra $5. Now, if multiple people have an Amazon Prime account, but they're not subscribing to twitch.tv slash the Shweezy, just think of how much money Jeff Bezos is getting. Don't give Jeff Bezos any more money than he needs because... Yes, you should. You should understand that. So, uh, connect your Amazon Prime account and uh, you know, come check out, check me out on uh, Twitch. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, we also have a Patreon page. If you want to be the top tier uh, subscriber to the show? Uh, Five dollars a month gets you ad-free episodes of Shredcast and Cancel Shweezy, and hopefully more coming in the Shweezy Podcast universe. But we're all gonna have to wait and see there and see what what, what happens and what goes on. But nevertheless, he'll persist, though. But the best thing you can do, just like and subscribe wherever you are. Do the free shit. If you're not doing the free shit, I would say go fuck you. But you might do it. So uh, don't make me say go fuck yourself to that situation, folks, because that's not very cool. That's not cash money. Uh, that's not very cash money of me. It's not very cash money of you. So uh, at least do the free shit, because that is the best thing to do. And... Nevertheless, I have, I'm like mindfully now, I think Micah has gotten into my fucking head that if I speak, or we speak with a like a lower tone of voice, like people are going to, he's going to bitch. But then if I speak like this, this is pretty uncomfortable to be talking like this the entire time. I'm generally like a higher voice person, uh, but you know, it's just so much easier to just be like this and just kind of like, you know, just like vocal fry. Yeah. Speaking like the Kardashians, like Scott has the kids right now, and I see it as a a big deal right now. I just think Scott is a family member, like right now. Like, see, you just talking like the Kardashians, so I'm trying not to do that. We're not gonna let Micah win. We never let Micah win. Weight loss contest, I won. Uh, slap bets, I won. I win, and he doesn't win. I'm not gonna say he loses. He doesn't win because you shouldn't call people losers. So Micah doesn't win. He's a not winner. So nevertheless, he persisted and that he is me. And so there let's get let's get into the news this week, folks. Uh, I, I like to go over. I go through all the news for those of you new to the show. I go through all the news and uh, I filter out the bullshit and bring you what really matters. The news that actually matters. So let's get into this. This is from six one six three zero kcjj looks like a local radio station uh butt plug bandit given suspended sentence all right you know you everyone was on on his ass about this a cedar rapping band known as the butt plug bandit has been given a suspended sentence 32 year old brandon lee of sixth avenue southeast was given a two-year suspended sentence on thursday after pleading guilty to a charge of unauthorized use of a credit card under fifteen hundred dollars a fifth degree theft charge was dropped according to the iowa city police lee was identified by staff at the job site bar as the person involved in a november 16 2019 theft staff at the bar was able to provide surveillance video to police which allegedly shows lee reaching into a slightly open window in a parked car in their lot at about 3 p.m that day and removing a purse 
The video shows Lee returning the purse a short time later, but items were reportedly missing from the returned bag. Police investigations discovered additional surveillance videos showing that Lee had purchased adult items at Romantics uh, using a card that he had just stolen from the locked vehicle. Several job site patrons contacted KCJJ to report that they began ref referring to Lee as the butt plug bandit. Okay, uh, the owner of the card, who wishes to remain anonymous, contacted KCJJ to see Lee had purchased a pipe dream pump works with thickening cream and both hand and moisturizes pumps. The pump has an attachment that allows it to be powered by a car's cigarette lighter outlet, and the victim called KCJJ Lee about used her card to fill his car up with gas. I need to learn how to read. Uh, the victim says job site patrons also began referring to Lee as the penis pump bandit because of the specific purchase. Now, um, reading this article, um, and then for those of you new to the show, um, I don't actually read the articles. I find the funny titles and then I read them out loud on the show. So we get real reactions or I do read them and I just forget because I don't, I don't, I, that's the kind of guy I am. Um, so he, he bought, okay, thickening cream in both hand and moisturized pumps. So, okay, so I, I kind of understand what a penis enlarging pump does. I'm assuming it's supposed to enlarge. Remember, I only remember from, like, the first Austin Powers movie. He's like, you're a penis enlargement pump? That's not mine. And he's like, this is totally my bag. The, like, Austin Powers book on, like, using a penis enlarging pump or whatever. And, like, it was just, like, proof he had it. Um I don't know anyone who uses one. Um, the only real male sex... There's a lot of male sex toys. And we look down on the male sex toys, and then, like, the women ones are, like, all fun and shit. It's like, do you want to, like... Want, you do want to know what it feels like to just sit on a washing machine uh, and then jerk off with it? Try this vibrator. Uh, and they have, like, these ones that, like, suck the clit and shit like that. Which, you know, when you got the super powerful ones, like, me as a man, like, trying to keep up with that shit is terrifying. Um, anyways, though, um, contacted, okay, so, actually, I'm curious, because I know kind of how credit cards work. They only tell you the merchant that you made the purchase at. They don't necessarily tell you the specific items purchased. So, uh, with that, I would say, um, did, I guess... She had to, the woman who, the card owner, had to contact this merchant and I guess had enough information for them to pull up the receipts. Like, yeah, so we bought like an enlargement pump, some thickening cream. I don't even know what the thickening cream is, folks. I know you come, think I'm the one with the dirty humor come, coming to you with uh, guys who post videos on the internet about like jerking off and shit like that. And old men jerking off on the internet. I know you come to me and you're expecting me to know this shit. I have no clue what thickening cream does, okay? Um, I know what thickening cream in regards to your hair does, um, but I have no fucking clue uh, when it comes to sex toys. And the only real, I mean, I know a little bit about the penis enlargement pump, uh, and then fleshlights are the other thing, which fleshlights are not a hard concept. It's like vibrators. It's not a hard concept unless it had some weird ass shit involved in it. So, um, so yeah, basically it's just a, this is a story and, and they didn't even say he bought butt plugs. Does it say in this article he bought butt plugs? That's bullshit. Shouldn't be calling him the butt plug bandit if he never bought a butt plug. Uh, he's buying fucking enlargement pumps. Like, I feel like if a man buys a butt plug, it's either A, uh, for his significant female other, uh, to stick in her butt, um, actually, no, there's a third one, or B, he's gay, um, C, um, 
he's had so much gay sex, according to Micah Chrisman, uh, that he's had so much gay sex, they have to use it as like a, like, you know, like a bathtub clogger cork thing. Make sure you don't shit yourself. Like if your ass is that, that's like, that's a sign right there. It doesn't, I feel like the ass would come back together. I don't know. I have not, I'm not, I have not experimented with a lot of this. I've not experimented with, uh, uh, sex toys. So I would not be the one to, but also it, wouldn't be powered by a car cigarette lighter outlet. Like what? Like how, how does that work? You're like, um, I want to have sex right now, but we're in the car. Can't we just wait like five minutes till we get him? No, I can't wait. And, uh, yeah. And then you go in and, uh, yeah, you get the enlargement pump out, the thickening cream shit. I don't know how that works, folks. I, I can't tell you. Um, I know you come to me for knowledge, but sometimes, uh, I don't know everything. So, um, things are going to be a little different for me at this moment. Let's move on to the next article. Uh, there's a support group in Grand Rapids for people named Karen. This is from Mix 95.7 Grand Rapids. Uh, in the last couple of years, the name Karen has gotten a bad rep. It was so bad that last year someone even made a Karen Halloween mask and it had the hair and angry face to go along with it. If you're kind of out of the loop as to what the name Karen signifies, here's a definition from Urban Dictionary. Middle-aged woman, typically blonde, makes solutions to others' problems and inconvenience to her, although she isn't even remotely affected. The most common phrase that comes out of a Karen's mouth is, let me speak to your manager, and she usually has a haircut that resembles Kate Gosselin from her uh, Kate plus eight days. While the whole concept is pretty funny and has spurred a bunch of memes, there are people named Karen who don't fit the description but still get judged, and that includes ladies here in West Michigan. A local Karen named Karen Robinson, C-A-R-E-N Robinson, says she wants to bring positivity to the name, so she has started with essentially is a support group for other Karens called Karens for the Community, Karen told WZZM. It's important to unite and encourage a culture of compassion that supports all human beings, regardless of what their name is. She said the idea came to her after she was out to eat, and she did, in fact, ask for the manager, and then her son accused her of being a Karen. Currently, the community lives on Facebook as a private group that you can request to join in all spelling variations of Karens are welcome. The objective of the group is build empowerment for those who support and look out for their community, even if it does involve having to ask for a manager. The description from Facebook says, in the group, we are not the Karens of the world that seek to lie, cause divisiveness, or perpetrate hate against our fellow human beings due to any differences we may have. Since my name isn't Karen, I can't get into this group, but if you happen to be named Karen, click the join group button and let us know what the group is all about and if you share memes. So, um, it's a very positive thing. Um, just kind of like understanding the world. I don't think anyone is saying you're a Karen because you're named Karen. I know that name's gonna die out pretty quickly. Um, but no, nevertheless, no, I think, uh, just because you're, I don't think anyone would really actually. No normal fucking human being will actually be judging you for having the name Karen. Being a Karen is an action. It's just kind of an unfortunate name. Um, like, if your name's Kyle, you're like the meathead who punches holes in walls and drinks Monster Energy Drink. And if your name is Josh, uh, you're just... Your parents didn't think through uh, naming you Josh. And uh, if you're a Steve, they're going to hire Steve before they hire a Josh. It's just, it's just common sense, folks. It's just common sense. Don't name your child Josh. 
it's a stupid name. And uh, especially if you write books about fucking small tailed kites. Uh, yeah. So um, just just a reminder to folks out there. Uh, don't be a shitty person. You talk shit. You don't be shit. That's that's the thing. You you don't spill the tea. You drink the tea. You enjoy the tea. That is what matters in this world, folks. You have to drink the tea, not be the tea or spill the tea or make the tea for that matter of fact. So uh, for anyone in Karen out there, don't worry about just because you have that name. Uh, just don't be an asshole. That's the main uh, moral of this story. Don't be an asshole uh, because being an asshole is a bad thing and no one likes an asshole. Um, and don't be a Josh either. Just don't be Josh. Don't be a Josh because that's a stupid name as well. Uh, next article here. All right, iPhone, iPad users can't Google search the word Asian because Apple's adult filters think it's probably all porn. <laughs> this is from Financial Express. Great, great stuff right here. Uh, browser restrictions on iPhones and iPads. The adult filter feature in Apple iPhones and iPads is automatically blocking the search for any phrase containing the word Asian. The content filters are blocking out even search phrases like Asian food. If a user has enabled the setting to limit adult websites, the filter had been un. Ushered, okay, uh, the, the filter has been ushered in by the iPhone maker to allow parents to restrict certain content for their children, allowing them to choose between unrestricted access, limited adult websites, and allowed websites only. Selecting the setting for limit adult websites would block any site having words like Asian in the URL, including Google's search results. Uh, through these restrictions, not only iPhone's default Safari, but even third-party browsers like Blaze and Chrome, I've never heard of Blaze, uh, block out such words. However, search phrases containing words like Korean, Arab, or French, which are also popular categories on adult websites containing pornographic content are not being filtered out due to this feature, which indicates that the word Asian is being restricted for seemingly no reason. Meanwhile, search phrases like teen, mature, and amateur are also being restricted. Mm, I think teen can be restricted, but I think the other two are just like, eh, those are fun. Those are fun, folks. However, searching for these terms in the built-in search bar shows the meaning of the word linked to Oxford Dictionary and content from mails and installed apps containing the word. It's only browsing the word that is restricted. The problem has had first been noticed by Stephen Shen, an iOS developer, back in 2019, and he wrote to Cupertino apprising it of the situation. However, after the company did not take any cognizance of the issue, the developer wrote about the issue on microblogging site Twitter recently. Content filter settings can be enabled by going to settings and then to screen time. In this, users would see the option of content and privacy restrictions, in which upon heading to content restrictions, users would see the option of web content. In this, users can choose to set it to unrestricted, limit adult websites, or allowed websites only. So, um, I think that's just funny to me I, I don't know like the the dark humor in me really enjoyed that what okay i think blocking teen out would be a good idea although like kids are like teen math games or whatever the shit i don't think kids are looking at fucking teen math games teen the teen category of porn is super weird and i guess i'm now now i'm 27 it's kind of it's the situation where i don't I don't want to think about barely legal. I'm like, oh no, no, no. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to be fucking dating high schoolers, uh, mainly because they're annoying as fuck. And also, I don't like that idea. That's like, 
pedophilia or whatever that term, the best term for that is, but I don't know. When you see like the teen, like, like barely legal, 18 only, just turned 18. I'm like, oh, that's still a child. That's still a child. Stop that shit. Stop that. Can we not? I mean, if they are 18 and they're wanting to do porn, fine. I'm not shaming anyone for that. But can we go with the, can we stop with the barely legal teen shit? That's not funny or cool. It's not cool at all to anyone ever for any reason whatsoever. Um, also, I can see this feature being used by a lot of Christian men who don't want to stumble uh, on their walk with Jesus to looking at porn or uh, Googling tits accidentally. And, uh, you know, then you have to have that. You have to have that talk with your friends. You have to have accountability. You have your accountability group to make sure you don't look at porn and shit like that. And uh, I can guarantee you that doesn't work because I was looking at porn uh, when I was going to church because I wanted to jam ID. And I was like, oh, I feel guilty if I have sex with someone. So maybe this is the best option. Now just, you know, just fucking do whatever you want as long as it's consenting. I don't give a shit. And uh, someone probably does give a shit, but I don't care about them. So... That's the way it is. All right. Um, so I hope you Christians don't stumble and uh, use this app uh, to your best abilities. Um, next, last article I have here. Chattanooga man charged with identity theft after trying to apply for handgun carry permit as former President Barack Obama. WRCB TV. Chattanooga is obviously not far from Nashville, uh, so um, I've even known people who are from Chattanooga, and it uh, seems like a cool place. I've never been there. Uh, maybe someday, maybe post-pandy. Uh, a Chattanooga man has been charged with identity theft after he applied for a Tennessee enhanced handgun carry permit under the name of the of former U.S. President Barack Obama. Robert Joseph Halleck was sent a denial letter from the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security Handgun Permit Unit on November 19th of 2020 due to... a Adjudication of committed mental defective and active warrant in Michigan on January 21st, 2021. The state of Tennessee says Halleck then sent another completed application form and a $50 check that used the name of President Barack H. Obama and forged the former president's signature on the form. Halleck also included a letter on U.S. State Department letterhead. Halleck has been charged with identity theft, a Class D felony. Um... I, I kind of think what he was trying to do is like, I want to stick one to him. So I'm going to send him a $50 check and uh, I'm going I'm to be President Barack Obama. Uh, now give me my gun. And that's really weird uh, thinking about uh, someone in Tennessee getting denied for a gun permit. Um, if you're in the South and you get denied a gun permit in Tennessee or the South, um, there's probably something really fucked up with you. Um, and obviously mental defective and active warrant. Um, yeah, so this guy was probably not a little TikToked, if we're going to be a little honest here. Uh, but one thing I think, um, um, I think, yeah, he has to be really talked, Barack H. Obama. And can we just talk about Barack's middle name is Hussein? Like, after Saddam Hussein, and then we elected a president whose middle name is Hussein. Isn't that kind of funny? Um, but no, there's nothing wrong with Obama. Um, he's like Uncle Iroh. They both committed war crimes. So, you know what? We have to live with that. We have to live with that. But, man, this guy is pretty talked. Uh, if I do say so myself, for um, what the hell he's doing, I'm just going to put Barack Obama. Now give me my gun permit, boy. <clears throat> or whatever. So, yeah. Uh, don't be a TikTok. 
This episode is brought to you by Gamefly. Most of you are already aware of Gamefly, but for those of you who don't, it's the best video game rental subscription service for one low monthly fee. As a Twitch streamer myself, I can tell you there are two types of games. There's the games that you go back to time and time again. For me, that's... Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield are also games that I go back to time and time again. But you also have those types of games that you play once and then you never pick up again. And that's where I believe Gamefly is perfect for you gamers out there. Uh, most video games coming around $60 and this uh, with new consoles coming out uh, at the current moment they can be upwards at $70 even then, and then you don't even include DLC when in regards to that. This is where Gamefly comes in perfectly, because for that one low monthly fee, you can just rent games, play them, and then when you're done with them, you send them back. I wasn't a big fan of Luigi's Mansion back when I played it in October, so I was easily able to send it back and get myself a new game in the process, which was perfect for me. Uh, just start playing other games. Just be able to open your horizons on what games you want to play with Gamefly is my personal favorite thing so uh for the low monthly price your first two months if you use the link in our description your first two months are only ten dollars so stop wasting so much money on video games stop spending sixty dollars on a game you're only going to play once use the link in our description today and you can start playing game more games rent games play as long as you want and when you're done just send it back they will send you a new game to play it's that simple so use our link in the description today for your first two months of ten dollars with Gamefly. And just a reminder, when you support our sponsors, you also support this show. I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality to provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. They also have a fantastic clothing line so you can look good while you work out. Uh, with your purchase of any product with FNX Fitness, one thing I love is that they donate a gallon of water with every purchase you make to a child in need in a country that doesn't necessarily have clean drinking water, which is perfect. You get to feel good when you buy a product from FNX Fitness. Uh, you can start using their supplements. Work smarter, not harder with their supplements. That way you can get the most out of your workout, and so you no longer have to be fat. Hashtag pray for Micah. So using the promo code SWEGCAST or the link in our description today, you can save 15% off your purchase with FNX Fitness. Again, that is 15% off of your purchase when you support FNX Fitness and get a product from them. And a reminder that when you support our sponsors, you directly support this show. So I've been living in Nashville. Uh, in June, it will be five years, my five-year anniversary moving here. Um, so we've not technically had a really, I'm not, since I've lived here, we've not technically had any snow. And so currently, obviously, if you, if you know Texas, the, uh, the Republican, the new R word, uh, big Republican state is, uh, you know, voted to like privatize their electricity or something like that. And then, and so like now they're having like huge outages. Um, so a lot of them voting like Republican, sorry, the new R word, uh, really just played themselves in regards to that. Um, and also I always just do wonder, uh, I know some people aren't socialist and shit like that. So we make like Police and firefighters, like, that's somewhat of a socialist idea, I guess. Why would we not do, like, basic utilities, like electricity, 
water, sewage, you know, shit like that. Like, why do we not allow that to be socialized? Like, it's not the idea of being like America becoming socialist. This idea of like, oh, there's something socialized that we could do, like healthcare. I don't know why we can't just fucking socialize electricity. I don't know. I don't know why we spend so much on our military budget. No offense to the military. I love you guys. I love. I'm pro soldier. Don't really care for war though. I'm not a big fan, and I don't. I think we spend too much on our defense. Uh, and I don't think it goes to the troops, too. So that's another problem. So I got my first actual snow. And by actual snow in Nashville, it would, like, typically it would just, like, snow in the morning. And then by the afternoon, it would be gone. Like, that's typical southern snow. And uh, people already suck at driving this town. And so it's not something you have to worry about. But, but yeah, no, it, it was it actually snowed. Like, I walked to the liquor store. And uh, it was, it was like, yeah, it was like frozen snow and then it like froze over and it was like crunchy. Like, I, I don't use that word willingly. It was crunchy outside, folks. And so it was, it was pretty bad. It was, uh, it actually was bad. I consider, I'm like, yeah, this was bad, especially with freezing rain. I When ice is involved in anything, regardless of how much, it's bad. And uh, so it was kind of cool. It was like, I never expected to see this much snow in Nashville. Like, I never expected to see that much um, and then also I played myself because I've been using DoorDash, one of our great sponsors of this show, um, for food lately, because I have, like I say in the ad read, uh, are you depressed? Uh, that's me. And I don't want to cook for myself. So DoorDash is always great for that. Uh, sorry for those who pay for the no ads, but they're, they're pretty great. Uh, but nevertheless though, like I played myself in regards to that because, um, I didn't buy a ton of groceries, so, like, while, like, there was, like, yeah, no one's delivering right now, uh, because, uh, we're on Hoth from Star Wars. You know Hoth from Star Wars? I do, because, uh, apparently I don't talk to women anymore, so I definitely know any Star Wars reference you make, and so, um, yeah, so, um, because usually people, like, stock up in grocery, I'm like, oh, y'all are overreacting, it's not gonna be that bad. Oh, it was bad, so, yeah, that was, this was actually a time where it made sense to actually stock up on shit for, for uh what's going on in the world so yeah so people i played myself um when i play myself we all know what that means it means that i played myself and uh nevertheless i'll persist though and i'm still alive and uh i've been able to eat the frozen pizzas and hash browns in my freezer so i don't put me in like a sour spot um so, you know, that's all I have to say, though. But, like, keep thinking about people in Texas. Fuck Ted Cruz, a little bitch. Or, uh, rest in piss, Rush Limbaugh. You know, you're dead. And, uh, the world is a better place now that you're gone. And, uh, nevertheless, he persisted, like I am going to do right now. Okay. So, time for another segment of, uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Where... Um, I scrape the bottom of the barrel and I just go through content I see on BuzzFeed. Uh, this week on scraping the bottom of the barrel, um, found this title of, uh, here's the title that drew me in and I'm going to react to every number of everything. Straight guys are sharing the things they secretly do, even though they're stereotypically gay and it'll make you sigh. Now, now isn't BuzzFeed supposed to be like a woke 
thing, you know, supposed to be a woke thing, uh, stereotypically gay. I don't think that's the term you're supposed to use. I know plenty of gay men, uh, who are not what you're describing as gay. Um, have you ever met a bear? Bears are, for those of you who don't know, are a type of, a uh, gay person, gay man who, um, I, I think I'm just small enough to not qualify, but like Micah, if he was gay, he'd be a bear. Even straight, he'd technically a bear. We're talking about gay culture bears. Um, those guys are not clean enough. Micah's clean though. I can vouch for him. I, I've been around him. And oh, oh speaking of Micah though, I, I've come to realize that like I've been like, you know, like do podcasts and shit like that. And um, when you say like, oh yeah, I have a friend that I'm not going to name on this podcast who does this stupid shit. I've realized I've had to say, and I know for those of you guessing, it's not Micah. So, um, if it is a Micah thing, I will automatically tell you. So don't just chill out folks. And Micah, if you are actually listening to the show today, uh, I'm not going to give out your bad secrets. Okay. So, uh, those topics won't even come up. So, uh, chill and calm your tits. Uh, so, um, I think the word they're going for instead of gay is feminine, uh, because feminine is probably a more neutral term. Things are stereotypically gay. Um, because how I understand and from the, uh, multiple research of gay people I have met, um, it's not just a guy who acts like a woman. It's, um, a man who, wants to fuck other men. That's what gay actually is. So there's already a problem here with this article title, uh, stereotypically gay. Um, there are gonna be a lot of things I go through here that aren't considered gay. They're just considered feminine. Feminine is the proper term. Maybe they're trying to be a little more woke and be like, ah, oh, gender doesn't exist. I'm like, gender does exist. It's just a matter of, you don't have to be male or female. Boy or a girl. You could be non-binary. Um, after that, we is debatable. Uh, I think they're just trying to be woke here. Um, and then they're also not woke at the same time. So congratulations, BuzzFeed, for being woke and not woke all at the same time. Now, let's just get into it. I think there's like 22 different things I have here. Uh, yep, 22 little topics. And I'm going to decide, is it gay? Um, is it feminine? Or um, is it just taking care of yourself? Because... I think I do a lot of these things, and um, I'm not gay, so, and I'm probably a little feminine. <laughs> I applied for, I guess, most of friends, uh, there was like a grocery store where my parents live, and they have like a floral section, and when I was in high school there, like I had a friend who worked at the store, like just doing like normal grocery store shit, and he was like, eh, maybe we talk to him, get, getting you a job there. Um, they were like, so yeah, we're talking to him, he's like, he is a little, he's in touch with his feminine side. Um, so that's who I am, but I don't identify, I only identify as a man. Um, you can go, you can say barely, uh, in front of it. That's okay. Because I also don't care what you think about me. So let's get into this. Um, number one, manicures and pedicures. The women in there are usually really nice and it feels amazing. As someone who bites their nails constantly, they also make me not want to bite them because my nails look so good. So with this one, it depends uh, like the adult diapers, it depends on what you actually get done. Like, I feel like if they're just, like, doing general maintenance on your nails, like, I feel like that's good. And I also fucking hate, I honestly, if I had, I need, like, a female friend to do this with me. But, like, you know, obviously, because I get ingrown fingernails. I don't get ingrown toenails. I get ingrown fingernails. So it would probably make sense for me to actually go in for manicures just to, like, 
clean up around my nails so it doesn't get like ingrown and shit like that. I think that would probably make a little bit more sense to me. So like, I don't know. I just guess in toenails, can we just talk about how fucking useless toenails are? Like fingernails have a little bit of use. Like if you're trying to peel off a sticker from something, which also is a stupid fucking thing. Um, like, so they have that use like with fingernails. So like you can justify a use for a fingernail. Toenails have no fucking use. And the only really explanation for it is like just evolution. Like we used to have hands for feet and then our feet turned into feet. And then now men pay hundreds of dollars for videos of feet. And, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, manicures, pedicures, um, I want to call it, put it in the feminine category, but it also is in the, uh, taking care of yourself category because, um, it is taking care of yourself, uh, to not get infected fingernails or toenails, uh, could be the case. And he chews on his nails. So it's probably a good thing. All right, let's go to number two. Sewing. I'm a seamstress. Seam master? Question mark? For my family. Fixing clothing and making curtains, etc. can be just as useful as fixing a car and comes in handy more frequently. So, okay, so I understand, like, this topic is definitely put on the more, like, feminine side. Like, uh, yeah, women are typically, like, seamstress, seam masters, whatever you call them. But... I don't feel like the way he does it, like, I don't think he's putting on, like, a fucking girly apron and, like, shit like that. I feel like with that situation, though, like, it's more of just handiwork. Like, when you, like, so say, like, oh, the doorknob fell off, and then you, like, get a new one and put it on and fix it all together. Like, it's kind of like that. It's like, you know, it's more like fixing that shit. So I'm going to just call this, uh, taking care of yourself slash, uh, taking care just of your things, uh, that you buy and spend money on because, uh, a nice shirt or a nice jacket, you know, you get a rip in it. Like if this jacket gets ripped, I am definitely going to a seamstress or steam seam master and I'm getting it fixed because I'm classy as hell. And, uh, you are a bitch because of that. Uh, all right. Number three, having friends and doing things with them. Most people I know, if they have friends at all, they're either work buddies or family get-togethers, but a couple of guys being friends and leaving the wives to go on a camping trip. Just seems weird to some people. That's not fucking a gay thing. It's not gay. It's not feminine. Fellas, is it gay to have friends? <laughs> is it gay to have friends? Fucking do that with, okay, like, that's a red flag if that's a problem to you having fucking friends. That's a red flag for anyone. And if you're saying, like, fellas, is it gay to have friends? Um, no, it's not gay at all. That's fucking normal. And uh, we're going to put that in the category of uh, taking care of yourself and uh, functioning normally uh, in society. Because I get by with a little help from my friends. And then I also talk shit about them, specifically on this show. Uh, so uh, having friends is not not gay, folks. Having friends uh, makes you normal and probably not a narcissist. So that's a good sign. Um, so um, if you hang out with your guy friends, um, as long as you're not uh, but it's not gay, as long as you don't have sex with each other. Because if you have sex with each other, that's gay. Because in my Fortnite, I, I was selling a friend today. Um, so I play Fortnite with some friends, music, music friends, and 50% of a 50% of the, the usual group is female. 
and then the other 50% is male. And sometimes we do this thing where we all change the female skins and uh, do a little girl power hour or whatever. And uh, my friend's like, that's gay. And I'm like, well, 50% of the group is women and uh, they probably suck dick, uh, which makes them gay uh, because they are sucking dick. So um, don't at me on that. Um, Come in handy. So having friends is not gay, everyone. I've said it here. Um, if it, there's ever like a court situation, I really hope this segment of me saying that it's not gay to have friends gets played uh, because uh, nevertheless, I'll persist. And um, having friends is not gay, everyone. We've figured that out. Next one I have, uh, skincare. I don't understand why it's so gendered. It's skin is an important human organ and actually not that different in knees between men and women. So this is something that I've been told to me that they're like, oh, that's gay. Cause I, okay. So twice a week I use an apricot face scrub and every day I wash my face, you know, uh, probably I don't do it two times a day. I just do it in the shower. I mean, it's good enough. I, it's like one of those things. It's like when people get mad at like people, someone's like, oh, I'm going to brush my teeth once a day. And it's like, well, it's uh, better than doing it zero times a day. And as long as you do it before I have to interact with you, I'm, I'll be fine with that. And cause your health is your health, but like skincare though, I don't know how that became like, uh, you take, you're washing your face. You're gay. I'm like, what the fuck is we have skin. It's like, it's, so let's, let's say, let's say, uh, let's go with like blood pressure because my anxiety gives me high blood pressure. And so, like, if you have high blood pressure, it's not like a gendered thing. It's just your general health to, like, try to take some medication to help you out with that. It's not a gendered thing. But with your skin care, it's, it's the same thing. Men and women both have skin. Uh, could be slightly different. I'm not 100% on the science there. But I have watched a lot of Dr. Pimple Popper. And so I can say um, that skin, from what she says, and she's an actual doctor and dermatologist, so if I just quote her, I sound smart. Um, the skin is the biggest organ on the body, and uh, we should be taking care of that shit because um, that's why... Also, Bill Burr had, like, a stand set, and this was, like, really funny because I guess his wife is black, and I guess he's dated black women. Most part. I'm not saying it's wrong, okay, folks? I know you're thinking, it's like, I can't believe he's bringing this shit up. I'm like, I don't care... Like, I'll date black... I've dated black women. It's not a big deal. Uh, the idea is, like, they actually use moisturizer because their skin actually gets ashy, and you can see, uh, like, you know, their skin without moisture, like a moisturizer or whatever. So with white people, we don't have that secret. So that's why you need black friends, folks. Uh, so don't be racist. That's also a good topic of today. Like every week, don't be racist because that's not cool. And... Uh, Remember to moisturize and clean your skin because uh, some men don't, and that's fucking gross. And I know some women probably don't either um, from the relationship advice questions I've gotten where people complain about their smelly uh, partner woman, woman partner. Um, that's fucking gross. So people fucking wash yourselves, okay? When you're in the shower, like the best thing you can do is you should be showering once a day. And I know people from other countries can be like, oh, you filthy Americans just wasting away water. I'm like, sorry, we're not fucking trying to be gross like you like yeah you may be skinnier than us but we're also not smelly like you and uh, so go fuck yourself you fucking french piece of shit with your fucking hairy legs um so yeah skincare should not be gay it's called taking fucking care of yourself a lot of these are just i've noticed a lot of these are just taking care of yourself mentally or physically and uh, apparently if taking care, care of yourself is gay um i will be buying a butt plug from the butt plug bandit and uh Getting ready to get ran in the ass, okay? All right, folks. Um, all right, going to the number number 
five, oh, probably number five. There's 22 of these folks. Uh, going to the spa, dick or no dick, we all deserve to be pampered every once in a while. It's like getting a massage, though. It's like, that feels good. Like, going to the spa, like, you just, it feels really good. And you, and it's one of those things that you would perceive as feminine or gay. And then uh, you go do it, and you're like, you know, this, this fucking shit's nice. Uh, like, spas and then, like, especially massages. I don't know if do massages... I'm saying it like fucking Ed Asner, Leo. Uh, massage your little whole massages. Okay. Uh, and, you know, you know, it's like feeling good. It's like, yeah, it's like getting your head rubbed. You know, like when pets like being petted? Uh, humans like being petted, too. A little fun fact for you. Um, coming from the foreplay king, so I fucking know what I'm talking about. But, um, no, um, no, it's just shit that feels good. It's like you shouldn't, you shouldn't be upset about keeping things for good. Um, no, that's fine. Number six, keeping a diary. You'll become more reflective and more productive as a result. So I think, okay, so media has messed up the term diary. We're like, dear diary, today I did not feel good. More or less it's like journaling and it's more like, I'm thinking what they're talking about is more like a therapy type thing. It's like, how did I feel today? What was the reason I didn't feel good? What was the reason like that? So uh, we're talking about the the idea of, uh, taking care of your mental health there, not um, uh, being gay, because that's what they titled this article as being gay. They should have titled it as being feminine, because uh, that's the actual thing. It's not gay, <laughs> because I don't think they've I don't know. If this, I think it's, I think the author of this was one of those like woke people. It's like, I want to be woke. I'm going to be a woke person. Black lives matter. And I don't know any black people, though. <laughs> I don't know any gay people either. I think that's the fucking author of this article. Uh, I don't know who the author is because I don't know them. And uh, it's fun to talk shit about someone. And then when you put a name to the shit talk um, and you don't know them, it's not as fun. So that's not what I'm going to do. All right. So uh, that is just taking care of yourself. Number six. Uh, Next one. Number seven. This one I think was the one that decided I'm going to go over this article on our segment of uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel. It's uh, number seven, washing your ass. What the fuck is going on right now um, that washing your ass could be considered gay or feminine? Um, We should all be washing our fucking asses. You know why? Because poop comes out of the ass. And that is something that I am a strong believer in. If you're not washing your ass, you take some soap, you wash yourself, then take the extra soap, then you get in the crevice and you just fucking rub it, rub it, rub it and make sure all the brown gets away. And then you just open your cheeks up, let the shower drain just shower upon you. If you don't do that, you're not a human. You're, uh, you're mentally ill. Um, this is the category of what is this topic? Is it uh, gay? Is it feminine? Or is it just taking care of yourself? Uh, it's neither of those three. It is mentally ill. So please, please be washing your asses, folks. That's fucking gross. Always, toilet paper only does so much. If you have a bidet, even that only does so much. It's just water, the bidet. Every day, you gotta fucking clean the asshole, folks. It's okay. Wash your hands afterwards. We all we all should do it. We should all not be cringed about that, okay? Jeez, I can't believe people don't fucking wash their ass. That's fucking gross. Ugh, okay. Number eight, thinking, talking about, and understanding your emotions. Um, I mean, now, maybe this is the controversial one because I do all those things, and I say it to all of you. And, um, are they good or are they bad? Um... 
According to therapists, yes. According to women you want to have sex with, no. Do not talk about your emotions with women. Uh, that is a turnoff because that is not a manly quality. They want to get deep-dicked by you. They don't want to be uh, listening to you cry. They do just want to get deep-dicked by you unless you don't like getting your penis touched, Josh. Um, so um, technically this is considered feminine. I will say this. Is this considered feminine? Uh, do I think it's wrong for men to do this? Absolutely not. But uh, if you want your dick sucked – um, don't do that. Don't do that shit. So number nine, quality hugs for your bros. Don't do the old shoulder touch and pat on the back. Grab your friends and give them a hug. All right. Yeah. Give your friends hugs, people. We're fucking adults. I'm fucking 27. I hug all my friends. I hug all my friends. Oh, well, this was like pre pandy days. Now we don't necessarily do that. Now I have like, oh, I see like one person i know regularly and then uh liquor store people <laughs> i see regularly <laughs> that's not a good thing to say on the internet um but no if you're not hugging your friends okay if you're not hugging your friends that's gay okay because you have pent-up gay emotions and you're gay i hug all my friends i don't even if they're actually gay i don't give a fuck because they know i'm not fucking them I'm very, I'm very fluent. Like, yeah, I'm not fucking you. You want to listen to my music before you even want to consider talking to me anymore? Because uh, it's all about having sex with women. Um, I also ride or die out now on Spotify, wherever you get your music. Um, so if you do not give your bros a hug, you are actually the gay one. So um, that's a little twist on number nine. You are actually gay if you don't give your friends hugs. Um Pretty brutal, but that's the way it is. All right. Here's a good one. Here's one I have been excited to talk about. Number 10, wearing a mask, apparently, dot, 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 at least here in Texas. Um, some So this reminds me of an interaction. Joe Biden tweeted like something like, wear a mask. And then Tommy Lauren was like, uh, do you have a matching purse to go with that? Some shit like that. And then someone, the third person responded is, fellas, is it gay to survive a pandemic? It's not gay <laughs> to survive a pandemic. Um, you're just TikTok if you don't wear a mask. Um, also, no, more or less because how masks generally work from what I've known is that it keeps your breath in so it doesn't spread. And then if another person does, it keeps them. But the person who's not wearing the mask is the one uh, who's spreading it. So when you don't wear a mask, you're just inconsiderate as fuck. Um, so it doesn't fall into any of my three categories of gay, feminine, or just taking care of yourself. It's, I mean, it could, it's not necessarily taking care of yourself. It's uh, being a piece of shit. So wear your fucking mask, people. Um, it's not that big of a deal. If you don't like it, um, get the, like, disposable ones. Um, those are pretty easy to breathe in. That's why I did about, like, a huge pack of them. And I'm like, I'll just, like, put one in, like, every coat pocket I have and then, Every time I go out, I just put it on. I, was like, I always have one in my pocket. Phone, keys, wallet, mask, and spaghetti. You always keep all those with you at all times. All right, number 11, cooking. Fucking hell. Don't rely on others for something you need every day. Deliveries and takeaways are expensive, and it's really, really satisfying when you whip up something and it's delicious. Um, Fellas, is it gay to um, eat every day and to get food for yourself because okay cooking is one thing so let's go back to like caveman days or whatever we call it these days um they had to hunt and kill their food 
I don't know if the women necessarily cook. They're gatherers and they took care of the kids. I don't know. I don't. I wasn't there, so I can't. I can't talk about it. But um, cooking shouldn't be. Um, shouldn't be gay. gay, fellas. Is it gay to eat food? Is it gay to take care of yourself and eat food? That's how I want to answer all these questions. Like, fellas, is it gay to? And then read the question. Um, but no, I don't know why cooking is. I don't know why cooking is considered get like the biggest one of the biggest YouTube channels out there right now. It's binging with Babish. I also shout him out on my song "Hate Me" on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, wherever you get your music at. Um, but no. The cooking's gay, and especially if you're fat like me, you just watch fucking cooking shows all the time. You're like, I'm never gonna make that, but I kind of want to see what he does. <laughs> uh, I bet Micah does too. Um, just pretty simply, you can probably figure out Micah does that. Number 12, baths. Uh, when my husband and I first started dating, I turned him onto the magic of baths. We did face masks and bath bombs, which he really thought would explode, and bath salts, which he was worried would make him a zombie. You have to like smoke it or inhale or something like that to be a zombie uh now he drags me into lush and asks if after our date night we can take a bath i don't know i feel like baths are more like a solo thing um so i take a bath someone like uh, that's considered that's technically as the king it's technically considered foreplay i'm like i don't want to have a second on fucking bathtub like the couch is a good place it's like the I don't even get, like, the kitchen counter shaft. Like, that's only porn shit. Like, don't fuck where you eat, folks. That's not cool. <laughs> Just couches and beds, I feel like, are the best place for sex. On the floor, if you're uh, in a predicament. Um, but no, um... Um, uh, no, um, you know, baths are cool. Um, it's just kind of, like, more... It's more like... I consider baths like a poor man's hot tub. Like, if you don't have a hot tub, uh, like, a bath is the next best thing, because we all have one, oh, maybe. Like, some apartments don't. But, you know, um, the face mask. If you post... Face masks are not gay, because I've done them. And taking care of your skin, as we've already mentioned, it's not gay. Uh, but posting it on Instagram and Facebook, that is gay. Do not post that shit on social media. Men or women, do not fucking do that shit. That's bad. Number 13, cocktails. They're delicious, and I've found that some of the tastiest come in the daintiest glasses and have effeminate, flirty names, pink passion, sex on the beach, etc., that aren't the manliest to order. So, no, cocktails are definitely not. Jack and Coke, that's not a fucking gay drink, okay? Uh, Moscow Mule, that's a probably gender neutral, but that's my drink of choice. Um... My my recent favorite has been uh, apple Jim Beam and uh, ginger ale. That's definitely not gay. It's technically gender neutral. Um, the, the ones he's talking about are definitely gay. And so basically what I have to say is I don't believe cocktails are gay, especially the girly ones. Uh, however, if you are drinking those, uh, you have to be confident in your own self and have to be willing to be made fun of uh, for what the hell you're drinking because um, – those are not man drinks. So we're, this one, um, the details on it fall under feminine, but um, and definitely not taking care of yourself, unless you're me. Uh, and I call it self-help. Uh, what was the fuck was I calling it? Um, it's not self-help, um, but uh, treating myself or whatever or something like that. Uh, oh, no, it's self-care. I was calling it self-care. It's like just drinking. That's self-care. Um, so uh, cocktails are not necessarily gay, but if you are drinking the girly ones, um, it's going to be considered feminine, and you're just going to be okay with that. You're going to have to be um, 
Harry Styles in a dress. And uh, most women would not like their own man being in a dress, but um, they're okay with Harry Styles. So uh, call out that fake fucking woke shit. We're going against fake woke. This show is about going against the fake woke. All right, next one I have here, Ka- no, yoga. At the very least, it's a form of exercise and builds balance, flexibility, and strength in each and every pose. Is low impact enough to be done until old age, but is challenging enough to build muscles. So, see, the thing with yoga is it's very popular with women, and then there's, like, the one guy instructor um, who is probably fucking all the women in, the sh- in there because he's ripped and shit like that. Um... I think just the name, I think just because so many women are into yoga makes it probably more feminine, but I got the Ring Fit Adventure, and, like, I did, like, yoga on it, and it kicked my fucking ass, because I have zero balance, so, like, anything balanced, I, like, try to fake and just, like, get through it, get done as quickly as possible, because, like, I have zero balance, and balance, and I don't have a good flexibility either, um, strength's okay, um, I try to, like, keep, at least keep up the strength stuff, because I have, like, this weird, my kind of back pain is, like, oh, a chiropractor could, like, pop it every day, and I'd feel better, but also, someone who was at least trying to be a, um, was a personal trainer, was like, oh, yeah, your back feels like that, because, uh, you need, you're, you need to, like, build up your strength again. Like, your muscles are just feeling really weak. I'm like, okay, that makes, I mean, that makes enough sense. I mean, like, worst case scenario, I build up some strength and, like, my back still hurts. Well, at least I can uh, punch Mike in the face really hard. Um, so, yeah. So, yoga, um, just taking care of yourself. It's exercise. Uh, don't be stingy. Um, number 15, seeing a therapist. That shit is fire. Um, fellas. Is it gay to fucking figure out your mental issues? (laughs) No, therapist, that's just taking care of yourself. Like, come on. I mean, I'm probably the last person to be talking about that shit, this shit, but um, we need to be fucking taking care of ourselves, you know? Like, I need to see a therapist. I'm just, I haven't, once the panty's over, I think I'm going to figure that shit out. But uh, as of right now, though, it's kind of like, you know, no, I, I encourage anyone to see a therapist. If like I even like people who decently have it together, like they should probably see a therapist too. They probably have some problems instead of just drinking your problems away and uh, hoping things take care of themselves because that's not healthy. Okay, next up, uh, moisturizing. Take care of your skin, boys. Now, look, this falls under the skincare one. It's called fucking taking care of yourself. I remember having a, a uh, conversation with Josh Casey, author, uh, author of Tracking Desire, A Journey After Swallowtail Kites. And I was like, hey, man, you need to start using moisturizing your face. And I tell all my friends, like, you need, generally, if you don't even have, like, bad skin, like, you still should wash your face, like, with Six skin washing then just because afterwards because i noticed with my skin because i need to wash my face every day because i still get acting like a 12 well it's better than it was but i still get it um i don't necessarily get a ton of breakouts anymore but uh definitely though uh because i wash my face and then afterwards your skin's just so fucking dry it's like moisturizing your entire skin and so you have to use like an oil-free one with your face because basically like you don't want adding basically you dry, basically when you clean your face you're cleaning out all the oils that like moisturize your face naturally and with the oil free moisturizer you're 
moisturizing your face, but you're not putting extra oils back in your skin. And then especially the rest of your body. I know this is like a white people thing. This is definitely for white people, black people, um, at least the normal ones I know, uh, understand that um, they don't want to be ashy because they don't want to be known as the ashy motherfucker. And Josh Casey called me gay for moisturizing, but it's not gay. It's called taking fucking care of yourself. And if taking care of yourself is gay, then the male, the male should not exist anymore because uh, you should be taking care of yourself because... Um, Okay, I'm not going to argue with you about taking care of yourself. Um, I used to be a lot fatter than I was now. I used to be a lot skinnier than I was now. So I'm not, I'm not going to be the one to tell you to take care of yourself. But I will continue to do that. Number 17, uh, self-care. Yo, since quarantine, I've been doing face masks using a tinted sunscreen, using a CeraVe face wash, using actual shampoo and conditioner, not the comb combo garbage and a leave-in i've literally never felt better about my appearance i'm sure i look the same but just doing something makes me feel like i'm in control and help am helping yeah you're probably if you feel better you are better that's a little that's a little fun thing um this one when i actually diet pretty hard and i'm not in the middle of a fucking pandy um i understand like actually taking care of myself and like you know eating right not drinking all the time um and obviously, using tinted sunscreen. Sunscreen. I know if you're out in the sun a lot, you need to use sunscreen. I'm not in the sun. If you haven't noticed, I'm pretty pale, and I'm okay with that because that means I don't have to deal with skin cancer. Um, but no, um, no, just take care of yourself is good. I mean, it's it's this idea of taking care of yourself, fellas. Is it is it gay to take care of yourself? Um. All right, let's move on. Uh, next one. It's probably going to be a little controversial. Crying. Just let it out, guys. You can do it. Don't apologize for it or hide it either. Now, I'm okay. I think it's good for men to cry. However, if you're trying to have sex with someone and you just want to be open with them and honest, uh, that's going to make them dry as fuck. Um, do not cry around someone you want to have sex with uh, until, they're com until they're a ride or die. Like my EP out now on every single fucking streaming service that has ever existed. Um... So you got to keep that in mind. Women are not attracted to men who are crying. It's a sign of weakness. And uh, women are typically attracted to men who are strong and have it together. That's the shit. That's the thing. Um, I know women have been on my ass about this before. But uh, you know I'm right. So I don't really fucking care. Number 19. We're almost near the end, folks. Uh, telling your male friends you love them. Just at the end of high school, my group had several deaths occur. Car accident, cancer, suicide, and a couple murders. Now, in my current group, we say love you after most conversations. Some people think it's weird, but fuck them. People aren't around forever. Better to let them know how you feel while you can. Now, that's not gay. That just is, fellas, is caring for someone gay. Um, no, I tell, I tell, I try to tell Micah, Josh, I talk shit about Austin. I try to talk shit about them on the show all the time. And, uh, you know, I always end up my conversations. All right. Love you, buddy. Love you, big guy. I try to make sure they know. And I don't know, because also I talk a lot of shit all the time. So I always just reassure, Hey man, I love you. No shit like that. I'm like, especially fun to do on the phone. You're just talking to him. All right. Love you. And then I had one friend who was like, he was like in a group of people who was like, all right, love you too. And <laughs> then he hung up. Um, Caring about your friend, fellas, is caring about your friends gay? Um, no, it's not. All right. 
having female friend number 20 having female friends that are just friends almost every one of my male friends only have other male friends all the females in their life they're just trying to fuck or date okay um i don't think having female females um i don't think having i'm just gonna say ladies because apparently it's cringy when i say females um i think the idea of no i think it's okay to have lady friends um but you also have to establish that we're not fucking ever as long as you establish that, I don't think it's a big deal. And uh, basically, it's like, I'm never going to have sex with you ever unless I'm really drunk. And that's also really bad for me to say because that could happen easily. No, I think if you establish the friendship and obviously, I don't know, like, I, obviously, we're going to get into relationship issues later. But this idea that you, you're friends with someone and then, you know, you have a, I have a lady friend, but I'm also dating someone. There's the idea that the person I'm dating needs to at least trust me enough to know that, like, I'm not going to cheat on her with my lady friend. My, I don't, not lady friend, my girl that is a friend. As long as you establish that, if you can establish that well, as long as neither of you have feelings for each other, I think it'll work out fine. That's not a big deal. Um, so I don't even know how that's gay. Friends with being friends with women. I don't even know that. That's definitely not gay. That's the least far away from gay. Um, all right, number 21, last two. Y'all are not ready to hear this, but prostate orgasms. Get one of those toys made for that. Okay, the toys are gay. We're going to establish the toys are gay. Uh, a woman just sticking a finger up there. Um, if you've never had it, I've never had it, so I can't speak with her. She sticks a finger on there like she wants to. And then you decide, do I like this or do I not like this? Um, just because you like a finger in there from a woman is not gay. Um, the toy is gay. Like, don't buy a fucking toy for that. That's that's gay shit right there. Um, if you're if you're straight, you're just you're handing in or you get a flashlight or uh, the penis enlargement pump or the thickening cream from whatever, whatever the fuck that is. Um, so don't buy a toy. That's gay. Um, but, uh, you know, if, you, if she sticks a finger in there and you like it, that's not gay. It's still a girl doing that shit. I don't even, I don't even have shame in like a, um, was it, what's the strap on? I don't think there's a lot of shame. We should be shaming people for that either. Um, it's more or less like you, unless the guy's like really insisting on it. That, that might be, there's a little, there's something weird there, but, uh, I don't think it's still gay, but, uh, sometimes a woman just wants to, wants to plow you, you know, she loves you. She just wants to plow you like you plow her. And that's, that's the beauty of society. Um, uh, all right. Last one, 22. Uh, nice underwear. Underwear with a built-in pouch are super comfortable while supporting your genitals. Also, the sexier cuts with less fabric are so much cooler. I'm a big dude working in manufacturing, and I know you wouldn't expect me to be wearing a thong most days. Okay, so... Okay, so at first, he almost like, nice underwear. Okay, okay. Yeah, nice underwear. Um... I'm down for that, you know, like just being comfortable is fellas is being comfortable gay. Um, no, but then he's like, I'm, uh, I'm a big dude and wouldn't expect me to be wearing a thong. I'm like, that's a red flag right there. You shouldn't be wearing thongs. Uh, you should be wearing whatever your significant other wants you to wear. And that's the thing with women. Women should be deciding what kind of underwear men wear. Um, because it's, it's their shit. And, uh, um, you had me in the first half. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but now when you wear a thong, uh, that's, that's questionable. So let's sum it up, everyone. Um, most of these are, is taking care of yourself gay? 
And the answer is no. Taking care of yourself is not gay. Wearing a thong is gay. Um, a lot of other things are gay. Uh, buying a sex toy for your prostate is gay. Um, and I think that's obviously it. So, uh, if you want to know what's gay in this list of what's technically feminine, um, buying a sex toy for your prostate and uh, wearing thongs. That's what we concluded with this uh, ep- with this segment of scraping the bottom of the barrel with Shweezy. So, uh, nevertheless, he persisted. This episode is brought to you by Duke Cannon Supply Company's Beer and Bourbon Box. Duke Cannon hails from a simpler time, a time when the term handyman was redundant, a time when chivalry wasn't considered old-fashioned. Duke Cannon's purpose is simple, to make superior quality grooming goods that meet the high standards of hard-working men. In the history of great duos, the partnership of beer and bourbon is even more important to our way of life than mac and cheese, or if you're across the pond, fish and chips. Comes complete with three big beer soaps, a delicious scented sandalwood soap made with old Milwaukee beer, a fresh citrus woodsy offering made with Deschutes fresh squeezed IPA, and a warm cedar scent made with Budweiser and one Big American Bourbon Soap, a rich oak barrel-scented bar made with Buffalo Trace bourbon. A perfect gift for the gentleman who needs to appreciate a fine drink and a distinguished fragrance. Women love a distinguished fragrance, and this is perfect for that man in your life. Use the link in our description today, and that way you can get free shipping on your order over $20. And when you support our sponsors, you also support this show. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Are you depressed? Feeling too lazy to cook for yourself? Are you wanting to support local restaurants in your area because they're struggling due to the pandy? Well, DoorDash is here to save the day. If you don't know of DoorDash, they bring you food you are craving directly to your door. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local favorites and your favorite national chains such as Chipotle, Wendy's, and even the Cheesecake Factory. Your favorite restaurant is still open for delivery, so download the DoorDash app using the link in the description of this episode. It's all contactless delivery to keep my community and yours safe. Get $10 off each of your first three DoorDash orders over $15 when you sign up using the link in the description. Again, that's $10 off your first three orders over $15 when you use the link in our description. And when you support our sponsors, you also support this show. All right, so it's time for me to guide you to a treasure that I cannot possess. I'm going to be giving out relationship advice. Uh, for those of you who knew the show, um, you can always send in your relationship questions at uh, theshwedcast at gmail.com. Uh, it might change soon, but I haven't decided yet. Uh, we're still figuring shit out there. Um, so time for me to give some advice out to you. Um, I'm going to solve all your issues, um, even if you don't like it. Uh, I found out I was the other guy. So my girlfriend and I are 19 years old college students. My girlfriend of one month told me not to see her on Valentine's Day. Weird, right? I went to her dorm anyways and hurt a dude. I was the other guy. She had a boyfriend for a year and he is currently attending online classes out of town. I liked the girl a lot and she even told me she loved me. I even lost my virginity to her. So 
didn't actually interact with the guy, and I haven't yet because she told me over the phone after I confronted her. She told me she wants to continue both relationships. She doesn't mean sexually either. She literally means to continue both relationships like a normal relationship would, but the other guy on the weekend and me on the weekdays. So besides her obvious insanity and immediate turn her down, what do I do? I went out with my friends tonight and they all told me to tell the other guy, but he doesn't seem very smart and he is bigger than me and my girlfriend is manipulative, so I don't want to get into a fight with him. I just want to forget about all of this and move on. I was planning on breaking up with her soon because she was just odd. She said the other guy never touches her and I guess I fulfilled that more than he did. I'm really confused as to what to do and why she even chose me for this. All right, buddy. Make sure my hair looks good. Um, this bitch is toxic as fuck. Um, only thing I... So do not get emotionally attached to this woman. I am telling you this um, as someone who's older than you. Uh, do not get emotionally attached to her. All she's good for now is sex. She has proved to herself with her shit personality and her shit ideas that she wants to have two relationships at the same time that she is garbage. So all you need to do with her is have sex. She's only good for sex. She is uh, verified that her personality is only good for sex. So do not get emotionally attached with this woman. Uh, continue the relationship as much as you want, but do, what if you find someone else, just be with them and be like, yeah, you're not really my girlfriend. You're this chick I have sex with because uh, your personality is a used candle. And I just thought of that analogy right now, but I feel like women are more into candles than men. So if you call a woman a used candle, I feel like that's a good insult. Uh, this bitch is not worth your time, my friend. Uh, one thing I will tell you, like, she has proved her worth, and her worth is only for sex. She is not worth a relationship with. She is only good for sex. So just keep that in mind. You meet people along the way. Uh, as a man, you just kind of have to not, honestly, the best thing you can do is just don't get emotionally attached to anyone, any woman, because they will break you. So um, just to keep in mind here, uh, she's only good for sex. So nevertheless, you'll persist. Um, just uh, in your mind, just be like, all right. We're broken up, but uh, we're going to fuck a couple more times. And uh, you got a couple more fucks in. You're like, you know, every, our bodies are like miles. We get so many fucks in. Um, until you get married, then don't fucking cheat on your spouse. Don't cheat on people. That's why this bitch is a piece of shit, because she's cheating on you. And, yeah, I mean, if, I guess if she wants to be poly, which I've been told that uh, poly people are normal, too. I'm like, fuck, no, they're not. <laughs> Um, no, I'm not talking about bad. Like if you're open at the beginning of it, I guess like, look, I'm polyamorous. I like, I, I need multiple relationships and if the other person agrees. That's fine. But it comes to the idea of someone gets hurt in the situation. Uh, that's what polyamory like gets bad. And that's where like asexuality gets bad is when you're not honest up front before the relationship about it. Cause like, I have a lot of mental health problems. And so with most of my relationships, I have to bring that up in the beginning. Like, look, I have a lot of my health problems. Uh, if you want to stick around, that's fine. But at uh, the same time, though, like, I'm still working on a lot of shit. So uh, I'm trying to get better. But, you know, it's, it's a weird thing, though. Uh, so she's probably polyamorous or she's using you for sex and then him for, like, the boyfriend shit, which you're on the lucky side of that because a lot of times women use their actual boyfriends for sex and then use... Guys who aren't their boyfriends for the dumbass boyfriend shit. And uh, 
That's why you, that's why never do boyfriend shit unless you're getting sex. That's my lesson here today. Um, next question here. My best friend of 20 years just told me that she loves me. I felt the same way for a long time, but I've been married for a year. That's rough, buddy. Um, like the title says, me and my best friend, let's call her Sarah. I know Sarah, have been in love with each other for a number of years, but we never suspected that the other felt that way. We did sort of date briefly in college where we met, but it wasn't serious and we just stayed friends and we became really good friends over the subsequent years. I didn't want to be one of those guys that confesses his love for his close friend and ruin our friendship. Good call. So I moved on. I put a bit of distance between me and Sarah so I could concentrate on finding and maintaining a serious relationship. I did. Met a great woman and got married. Let's call her Michelle. Uh, she's awesome. We rarely fight. She's super supportive and caring. Her family is great, etc., etc. But now I feel extremely torn about how Sarah feels about me. What should I do? If I were a younger guy, I could chalk it up to being young and inexperienced, but I feel like I'm too old to take a gamble on ending my nascent marriage. I don't know what nascent means, but I'm going to assume a good marriage and seeing what happens with Sarah. On the other hand, I feel like I'll now never be 100% to Michelle knowing that Sarah has felt the same way I do all these years. Just an oppressive sense of FOMO. Either choice makes me feel like a garbage human um yeah because yeah that is a pretty um hard situation like honestly i don't even know where to fucking begin with your situation that's fucking tv shit right here um that's the thing though i don't know sarah and i don't know michelle and i don't know you that's gonna be the thing that makes me think here because michelle sounds like a great person and she's great. Sarah, on the other hand, um, probably has something to go to. How much? Okay. You, you, okay. So this, this is going to be a hard decision for you. I'm going to, I'm just going to say that I'm thinking about, I'm not putting myself in your shoes and realizing the situation you're in. Um, what would, what should I do? Um, cause I feel like Sarah could be your soul. We're talking about like how I met your mother shit right now. Like, Sarah is your Robin, but Michelle is Tracy. It's like, Tracy is great, Tracy's good, but Robin is also Robin. You know what I'm fucking saying. Kobe Smolders, that's her name? Yeah. So, so you're in the situation where you have to choose between two women. One, you have a close friendship with, but the other one is the best person that's ever come into your life. Um... I'm just kind of looking over the pros and cons here in my head. I'm looking at, it sounds like you need to stay with Michelle. Sarah had her chance and she blew it. As Kelly Clarkson would say, out of sight, out of mind. Shut your mouth. I just can't take it again and again and again and again. That was probably really bad because I've had some glasses of whiskey. So, um, all I can say is, um, get over Sarah um, do not tell Michelle about Sarah. Also, do not tell her that shit. Um, best thing you can do is tell Sarah to, uh, yeah, had your chance. You blew it. And, uh, I'm very happy with Michelle because I think Michelle is going to be the healthy person for you in your life. That's going to be the best option. Um, only thing I'm going to say on the other hand though, is 
if you're willing to fight for Sarah but not fight for Michelle, you obviously know what you got to do. Don't hurt, don't hurt people in this process. Um, but I would say just stay with Michelle because it sounds like she's great. And uh, I would think like I think about like girlfriends I've been with that I actually really like and that ended on their end, not mine. Um, and I'm like, I like you more than exes and shit like that but you don't say that shit because that's fucking terrible um stay with michelle uh tell sarah to move on unless you're willing to fight for sarah if she so let's say like michelle finds someone else and then sarah find finds someone else are you willing to fight for michelle are you willing to fight for sarah is there one you would rather fight for more that's gonna be the best option for you uh are you willing to fight for michelle are you willing to fight for sarah that was that was a big key factor in getting over one X because it was like, you know, I'd like to get back together with them. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want to fight for their love. You know, it's like, I don't want to waste that energy on them. So realize that and um, you'll figure everything out from there. All right, next question. Um, do you guys ever cuddle with girls? They are not romantically interested I've been flirting a lot with this guy, and I think he maybe likes me. We were hanging out the other day, and he kissed me. We kissed for a while, and then he pulled me in, and I was laying on his chest and stayed like that for 20 minutes or more. Would that mean he likes me, or is that normal? Um, situation, context is a little bit more detailed. Um, sounds like he does like you. Um, sounds like he was like... So, you know, with the Me Too movement, it's very different. Obviously, don't fucking rape women, people. That's that's all lesson I want to know. But the Me Too movement, like, you know, and just like it was headlines every day of like men who like took advantage of women. Um, he's probably he definitely does not want to take advantage of you. So he's a good person. So that's a that's a plus for you. Um, he probably might have. But also um, he could have depression. Because sometimes when you're depressed, you just want to cuddle with someone. Um, I don't think anything you feel is outlandish. Um, only thing I can say is maybe have a conversation with them. Um, so we cuddled, but we didn't have sex. And a lot of times, and I will say this on behalf of men everywhere, because I am a man, sometimes cuddling is to make a woman feel good. So she wants to have sex with you. And as long as it's... Um, like approved by both parties, I feel like not a wrong thing there, but also sometimes it's like women's like I don't want to have sex because you know there's two different types of no's. There's no I don't want to have sex with you, and there's no I don't want to have sex with you. Dot dot dot. Right now, work for it, and you know I can't say don't rape people because obviously I mean I've been in situations where it's like ah. I'm thinking we're gonna have sex and then she's like no no I do not want to have sex with you I'm leaving right now and I've had to be like ah god damn it but then also like fine just just go I don't want to hurt you and shit like that um so I mean this situation could go any different direction um he probably he probably likes cuddling that's a that's a good thing so hope you like cuddling so like that but at some point he's probably gonna want to have sex with you i'm just gonna say he's gonna want to have sex with you so uh don't keep that out of the bag um he's probably just a good person and uh women should be fucking good people not the bad ones that i've been hearing a hundred stories about every day for my entire life um next question how can i break up with a girl without letting her know it's because she has kids all right 
So everything this girl has gone Everything with this girl has gone really well, and I really wanted this relationship to work out. We've gone on a couple dates, and on our most recent one, she mentioned she has two kids. I know that I'm 23, but I don't want kids, at least not for another 10 years. I know they aren't my children, but kids are a deal breaker for me. That's fine. She says she doesn't tell people immediately because they never really wanted to get to know her and just focus on the fact that she has kids, which is what happens in my case. She probably might know it's because she has kids kids so how do you think i should break up with her i don't like ghosting either so that's not an option okay you're a good person so i will give you that you're a good person so do not think that you are a bad person on this situation you are definitely indeed a good person what i can say though so i'm talking about psychology i've never had a child hopefully hopefully i'll have a fucking child out there um but there's an idea so when you have a child your brain, your brain adapts. It's a weird thing where like your brain adapts, like it grows bigger and shit like that of how like ride or die. Also my EP out now, wherever you get your podcast at, um, for your children, like you love them and you will die for them as a normal person would. So in my reality is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dating. I'm on scene. I'm on, I'm dating people. Um, and my idea is if a woman has a child, um, if you want to have a relationship with that woman, the children are involved in a not so PC sense. I'm going to say this. It's probably I'm going to say this is not as possible because I do mean good when I say this. It's like if you date someone and they have a sister who has Down syndrome or a brother who has Down syndrome, most likely like they're going to be involved in the relationship at in some capacity, like hopefully not during sex because that's awful. But like they're involved in your relationship. That's like Everyone has baggage. I always say this. Everyone has baggage, and you have to accept that they have baggage before you go into the relationship, and uh, just accept that it's going to be a thing that goes on with it. Like, I had a friend who dated a chick who was just fucking crazy and who had meltdowns all the time, and when they were together, like, we had to deal with her fucking meltdowns, and he had to deal with it, all that shit, all the time. It's like, is that a deal breaker in your relationship? Is, is The kid's a deal breaker, and that's what it sounds like to me. Obviously, there there is a way to do this correctly. I will tell you this. There's a way to break up with her correctly. But because she has two kids, in your mind, I mean, there's a mind. There is a mind because when someone has kids, their kids are their their kids are going to come for you. That's 100 percent what happened. And eventually, if you get older, it's like, well, do I like the kid? That's my always theory. I'm like, do I like the kids? The kid cool. The kid's not cool. I don't want to hang out with them. That's that's a deal breaker for the mom. You have to realize the kids are going to be the deal breaker in every in a situation like that. And that's what dating someone with children is going to do to you. So um, realize, are these kids a deal breaker? You haven't even met the kids though. So okay, I mean that's a deal breaker. But you're also you look like you're you said you're 23. It looks like you're pretty young. So I mean I was 23 once. No one likes you when you're 23. That's 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 a fact. Blink 22 said it. So only thing I could say is if the kids really are a deal breaker for you, it's not going to work out because that's a deal breaker for her. If you don't like the kids, it's going to be a deal breaker for her. Now, I don't think now I also say, though, you're dating someone with kids. um, I'm a man, though, so I'm going to speak on behalf of myself. Uh, She should not expect me to be the father for those children um, because I don't if I ever date a woman with a child, I don't plan to be the father. I'm going to be the cool stepdad. Stepdad Gary, who just walks around and be like, hey, I'm Stepdad Gary. And shit like that. So um, 
that's a tough one though. But if like kids are really a deal breaker for you, honestly, just be honest and be nice. Be honest and nice. You can be honest and be a dick, but just be honest and nice. That's the only thing I can suggest for you. So be honest and nice as I've been rambling on and on and on and on. The years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fret to the rules and I hit the ground running. Okay. Next question I have here, dead air, and uh, that won't be edited out by me. Um, how do you feel about asking someone out if she rejected out almost four years ago in high school? Oh, okay, I know who you are. I just asked my crush out to lunch just a few minutes ago, and she hasn't seen it yet, and I'm kind of nervous, but I was wondering about stuff. Four years ago, we were kind of close in high school. After she asked me out to prom unexpectedly, I was fat and ugly and a D-slash-C student, and she was like a class president and very smart and pretty. I know exactly who you're talking about. I have face to a name in at least my high school. Uh, she even won prom queen, and we had a great time, but I asked her out on a date and got rejected, and it sucked because she seemed somewhat interested, but she was very polite about it, and we kept in touch a tiny bit, but I haven't seen her in like three to four years, but we snapped time to time. Oh, Snapchat, you're that young. Since then, I lost 100 pounds and kind of and got kind of fit and developed an okay sense of style. And although I still feel ugly, time to time, men and women might say I'm attractive. We were talking more on Snap, and I have horrible anxiety asking people out, and I get rejected a lot, a lot, but I said, fuck it. I can't take not knowing anymore, so I shot my shot. Let's see what she says in a few hours. I said, hey, when the pandemic is over and things are safer, want to go out and get something to eat? No hard feelings if you don't want to. Okay. Um, it looks like you need some fucking confidence, my buddy. Uh, 100 pounds, that's good. You know what? Who never lost 100 pounds? Micah Chrisman. And uh, you know who also hasn't lost 100 pounds? Me. But I've lost, still lost more weight than Micah. So if that's what matters to the situation. Um, what I can say, though, is no, man. Just put some fucking confidence in yourself. Um, so some people are saying you're attractive, but other people will say you won't. Like, fuck the people who say they won't. Fuck them. So, you know, it's okay. You shot your shot. Um, I don't get to know what you did, how it worked out, but uh, hopefully it did. But uh, uh, stop talking shit about yourself because I, because like I tell Micah, Micah will talk shit on himself. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing right now? Are you talking shit about yourself? That is my job. That is my job to talk shit on you. And Whatever you do, you better not be talking shit about my friend Micah because only I'm allowed to talk shit on Micah and no one else. So, um, nevertheless, she persisted. Um, and yeah, let's keep going. Where the hell was I going at? I'm just looking to have more questions. Okay, we got a couple more. I know all of you love this shit. And uh, nevertheless, I'll persist. Um, let's keep going. 100 pounds. Okay, here we go. Uh, why do guys assume I want to date slash be romantically involved with them? Okay, this is very interesting. I get to talk to a woman. Uh, I know I'm not alone in experiencing this, but I just wondered if there's something wrong with how I carry myself. Quite often, when I talk to guys, even once I've known for a while, they'll mention they have a girlfriend slash are taken. It's like a joke I have. Or it's like a woman just starts talking to me. Like, uh, please don't talk to me. I have a girlfriend. Um, 
This by itself isn't weird, but it's absolutely not an organic part of our conversations. For example, I said, hey, how are you doing to a classmate I didn't see for a while? And he legit said, oh, hey, I have to go. I have a girlfriend with a stern face. A friend I routinely see said, I have a girlfriend. OK. And I said, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, just two examples, and these aren't guys that I have no female friends. I'm generally pleasant and laid back. I don't think I'm that good looking either and have an even mix of female slash male friends. Nobody is obligated to like me or be my friend, but it's still a bummer to hear this. Uh, in both of those examples, it was simply normal everyday combo, especially the one with my former friend. I gotta wonder... If there's anything I'm unconsciously doing that makes this happen, or if I'm giving it too much thought, anywho, your guys' outside perspective would be helpful. So thanks in advance. So, um, I don't know you personally, so I cannot necessarily say that I can give you 100% an answer. Uh, but what it sounds like is um, the way you're talking to guys is the same way a guy would talk to you if he wants to fuck. And I guess you have that attitude. Um, you have to under kind of. You have to have a little bit of self realization. Like, how am I? I'm talking to someone, and they keep saying, "Like, I have a girlfriend. Please don't talk to me. Uh, don't, don't fucking come on to me." So it sounds like the way you're engaging with someone is a down to fuck initiative. And I mean, I met a lot of females. I mean, I, I played in band in high school. There was the girls who like all the, like the nerdy fucking guys were obsessed with like. They were nerdy girls, but, like, they were cute girls at the same time. They exist. I know. I know what the fuck I'm talking about at the same time. So, you know, I don't understand. Um, I, I kind of just realized past people's bullshit. But, no, all I can really say is um, the way you're interacting with someone is a interaction where it's like, hey, what's up? Let's fucking, let's have sex right now. That's kind of the way you're going about it. So you might need to just hold yourself back. You might just be... Also, you probably are too nice to men who uh, aren't like that, who don't have shit like that. Um, so uh, stop being stingy. Well, no, be more stingy. This is the first time in this episode I've been able to say, or first time ever in a Shweezy podcast that I can say, stop being so fucking stingy. Be more stingy. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, so uh, maybe you need to be a little more stingy. Um Stop trying to talk to people like you're trying to fuck them because it sounds like that. Um, you may have to hold yourself back a little bit more, but uh, you'll figure it out. And uh, I'm single. Um, I don't know if you're in high school, right? Sounds like you're in high school. Never mind. I'm not going to try to hit on you. Uh, <laughs> uh, there was no proof in this whole thing that said she was in high school, but I'm assuming it. So I'm just out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm doing the whole Kramer thing. I'm out. All right, next question. Significant other getting irresponsibly drunk. What is everybody's thoughts on your significant other getting extremely drunk? For example, I've noticed that the girl I'm talking to, for lack or better words, it's complicated, has been getting irresponsibly drunk lately. I'm 28 and she's 37. Okay, pretty big age difference, but not a big deal. Don't get me wrong, I like to drink my whiskey and have fun with mimosas on the on the regular. But the last time I was so drunk I could barely walk and slurring my words was in college five years ago. Well, last night I seen her the most drunk I ever have. And honestly, it was a big turnoff for me, especially with her being 37. Am I being prude here or thinking too much of the situation? I suppose my worry is that this is a maturity thing. What are other people's experiences with this? 
Um, just taking a look at this, she said it was a big turn off for me. It was supposed to be her being 28. Um, was this a one-time thing or was it like a reoccurring thing? Um, more than likely if it's a reoccurring thing and you like her. Oh, so, oh, wait a minute. Um, you said it was a complicated relationship. All right. That's a red flag right there. Um, never be in a relationship that's comp that's technically it's complicated because, because when the idea of it's complicated, uh, the idea is there's a dot, 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 uh, there's basically silent words. And a lot of times it's like, I don't want to be in a relationship, dot, dot, dot with you. There's always the silence dot, dot, dot with you in a situation like that. So if anything, if anything is complicated, just get the fuck out of it. It's going to suck. I'm aware it's going to suck. I've been there, but you got to realize that if you're in a technical relationship that is complicated, uh, it's going to be complicated for her. You probably understand your feelings. So um, one of you doesn't understand your feelings, and that's why it's complicated. And if you're ever in a relationship, for everyone listening to this show, if you're ever in a relationship that's technically complicated, get the fuck out of it because it's only complicated for one person. And most of the time, there's something toxic going on in the situation. Uh, now, you said um, it was a turnoff when she got drunk one time. If it's a one-time thing, it's a big deal. If it's a multiple-time thing, then you're like, okay, I'm going to have to live with this. And that same time, is this livable? Because I know a lot of guys get drunk and just start beating the shit out of women. That's not cool. Um, I get drunk, and I'm just like more or less just numbing myself uh, for the most part. But, you know, depending on who, what kind of drunk she is, uh, you said it was a turnoff for you with that. Is this a regular thing? I don't know buddy but also the whole complicated relationship is more of a red flag than the whole drinking thing is so you need to fucking figure that shit out before you even like try to be like i think i have a problem with her drinking you know we're in a complicated thing I'm like that's a red fucking flag you dipshit okay okay so we got like two more i'm almost done with this oh my god we're almost done folks uh my ex admitted to missing me and i admitted to missing her too don't know where to go from here essentially my ex was sending signals suggesting she missed me i asked her about them and she admitted it i told her i missed her too and we had exchanged a few messages now i don't know what to do our relationship was absolutely nothing serious haven't seen her since early january and we broke up for a reason since our breakup i fucked up severely because i basically told her i hated talking to her yet she still misses me what do you think her intentions are and what should be mine any help would be great thanks um all right so i'll just give you the honest opinion um i don't know the reason you broke up but you said it was like you were the one who broke things up um you have to think of this idea like obviously you can you can miss your ex like that's not a big deal like that's a normal fucking thing to happen to most people um this idea i always go with the idea of are you willing to fight for her like if she finds someone else are you willing to fight for her that's the idea i feel like with a proper relationship i had to get over an ex that way that i was not really that interested in but at the same time i was like uh well i want to like keep her available just in case but also it's like she got a boyfriend i'm like do i want to fight for her do I want to fucking fight for her? And I was like, no, I don't want to fucking fight for her. And that's, that's the thing you have to realize. Are you willing to fight for her? Um, it's, it's normal to miss someone, an ex that you don't even like anymore. It's, it's a normal fucking thing. Um, 
Obviously, saying you miss her is a good thing. I mean, that's just normal shit. She's probably just lonely and misses. She's probably just fu- feeling fucking lonely. Um, so I don't know your personal situation in between all this. Uh, think about that and think about the reason why you broke up in the first place and realize what you need to do uh, to move on from there. And that's the way it is. I sang that so fucking horribly. Folks, I sang that so bad. Okay, let's get, let's, okay, last question. Uh, girlfriend had a dream about us and is not trying to push me away from her. All right, so I'm going to keep this short and simple. Last week, my girlfriend woke up and texted me good morning, just like any other morning. However, this time it was different. Her text wasn't the same. It had less hearts in it, which obviously wasn't a big deal, and I wasn't too worried about it. However... After that text, she said she had a dream that we broke up and she woke up panicking during the night and checked her phone to make sure we were still together. Now, throughout the year and two months we've been dating, she's always put in a put in tons of effort. Yes, we would have fights here and there, but we always would always be fine afterwards. However, this suddenly changed after her dream. Ever since her dream she had, she's been acting very weird, almost suspicious. I don't like to think that of her. Basically, to clarify her weirdness, she's been picking fights with me over the most little things. She had a very low patience with me. She's been a lot more dry, and she's been sleeping a lot, like severe half-hour half hour hour naps to hour naps every day which concerns me the most one example of her being dry is this i bought her 50 dollars worth of clothes and i got you didn't have to do that i love you whereas last week she would have threw a whole party for me like i said i've never been this behavior from her within the past year and two months we've been dating so i decided to man up and talk to her about it i asked why she's been acting so weird lately and why she's been declining my extra effort within the past week to try to help with whatever situation she's going through what she said was a little concerning which was because of my dream i think i'm trying to push you away because i don't want to get hurt i reacted a little harsh and replied with if you're trying to push me away from you why would i even want to be in this relationship anymore which then led up to her apologizing to me and saying she doesn't ever want to lose me i'm just confused because why would she want to push me away but not lose me at the same time i'm beyond confused on this whole situation and i would really appreciate some answers oh boy okay i'm thinking about like what the best thing to tell you here um i will tell you this um so one time i had a dream about micah and uh he basically had sex with a sex doll um not a normal sex doll um one head arms legs are all gone it was just like the torso area and he had sex with it. And he made all me and all my friends that know Micah watch the video. And it was not it was not good. It was gross. And I and I, I realized in that situation that like I know women are notorious for you like being bad to them in their dreams. And uh you and then a normal person would be like um, that was a dream. I would never do that to you in real life. But uh, women don't think that way. And so women get to be mad at us for what we did in their dreams. And we have to apologize for it. And I realized with that dream of Micah, I, I realized why. Because <laughs> that was pretty annoying. And so that's the situation there. Um, 
I can't necessarily think speak on the dream she had because I know a lot of times dreams can be interpreted in many weird ass different ways and I know a lot of people are like well it's just pretty gen- fucking generic with dreams we're all fucking dream I'm a big believer in that and I've had some pretty fucking pretty bad dreams and uh, honestly like I've been like looking into like medication I'm like what medication can I take to uh, make me just stop dreaming altogether because I just have some fucking intense dreams so I kind of get where she's coming from like she has very intense dreams with people she cares about and they're kind of shit to her in the dream so i kind of get it um therapy is probably what she needs um and then if she doesn't want therapy uh try to figure out like some sort of like medication i know weed can do that i don't do a lot of weed that that makes uh that sentence just proves i don't um because i know weed can like suppress your dreams and i know a lot of drugs but i don't know get like a safe safer drug that'll let you do that like you she probably needs to suppress her dreams and you probably just need to put some effort in and be like look i'm never gonna do that fucking shit i did in your dreams that's your dreams i never did that in real life and i will never do that in real life you have to kind of like prove to her that you won't do that shit and by doing that i feel like you will persist and uh, go further and farther and faster from there uh, and figure that out she might just have some anxiety yeah it just sounds like she has a lot of anxiety uh, which I can relate to, so uh, I won't shame her. Uh, but she needs to figure her shit out. Uh, it's not you, it is her, and it's internal. It's not ex- external, it's not anything you're doing. So um, have her figure her shit out and just be supportive about it. And don't be a dick. If anything, I can tell you with this episode, do not be a dick. And nevertheless, I will persist. Thank you so much for listening to cancel Shweezy today uh you can email the shwedcast at gmail.com for any problems you have with me and any questions or relationship advice i can give you uh go check out my ep ride or die out on any Shweezy streaming service <coughs> and uh like subscribe on twitch youtube wherever you get your podcast i leave a like and review if you want to be a full throttle supporter Hit us up on Patreon so we so I can give you the best experience of this show that I can possibly give. Um, that's all I really have for today. Thank you all so much for coming out. Like always, stay fucking awesome. Micah. Hey you, you just finished a full episode of the Schwegcast. I hope your brain cells don't hurt. Uh, if you want to support this show financially in the best way possible, go check us out on Patreon for $5 a month. You, yes, you can get ad-free episodes of the Schwegcast and is the best way to personally support me and this channel.